they decided to go ahead and cancel one of his songs. That's right. They, they went and canceled one of their songs. And this is the first time I've ever heard of them canceling any type of songs on their platform. I mean, it's okay to talk about, to rap about sex. It's okay to rap about gang violence. They would ban me if I tweeted everything in his verse, but I would get a Grammy if I wore a dress in a purse. They want every black man to be like Don Lemon, it hurts. They only love us when we Mike Brown dead in the dirt. If you like BLM and you watch CNN and you brain dead, probably wear a mask in the bed while you lay in there with a Fauci finger in your rear and a blank stare. Cause you done went along with this hair. What's your impression of Generation Z? Um, Lost Generation. I feel like we don't really stand for anything, but I also feel like, um, I feel like we don't have the economic mobility that generations before us have had. So I feel like that's kind of stunting our collective growth. Patriot J is a hip hop artist who has come out against traditional political narratives in Californian politics, challenging democratic norms on race issues, among others. He's had top 10 songs in the country without mainstream airplay. You can listen to his album Patriot J on streaming platforms everywhere, even though they might not like him. Jordan, thanks for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing great, Andrew. Appreciate you for having me on. No problem. I think I can almost call you a legal analyst now, but my first question isn't about law per <laughs> yeah. se. Um, yourself and Bryson Gray, of course, are in this huge, insane dispute about your song called Safe Space. It was banned off Spotify and SoundCloud, and I want to get into it right away. Please tell the viewers exactly what happened with that song. All right, so let's say about a month ago, maybe, Bryson reaches out. He says, hey, I got this song. I want you to get on it. He was, uh, it was a song that's known as Safe Space. I really liked it. I wrote my verse in probably less than three hours, sent it back to him, and um, it came out on his album. It came out on his album, Bold as a Lion, season one. And usually, you know, I feel like with MAGA rap, sometimes we're like, oh, when is our song going to get banned, you know? And then on the other hand, we're like, they could never ban our songs because it's just a song. So eventually, uh, Spotify took down our song Safe Space on his album. So if you go to Spotify, you just can't listen to it. It's completely grayed out. It's the only track on the album that's unavailable. And then the day after Spotify banned it, SoundCloud came out and banned it, and they said that it was banned for grounds on incitement to hatred. And uh, now, as a result of the ban, more people are listening to it. So I think things really, uh, really didn't work in their favor when they really tried to get us deplatformed. Now, Spotify, I saw Bryson posting about this. We wrote articles here. Uh, Spotify blamed the distributor of the music, the distributor then blames Spotify. Which one of them, are either of them lying? Do you know? Um, I don't know for certain, but I believe that Spotify is lying because um, the distributors are generally neutral channels. They just upload your music to the streaming platforms. And if it was a distributor who took down the song, I think the song would have been taken down across all platforms mm -hmm. that they distributed to. But it was just Spotify and SoundCloud that got the ban. So I think that makes me believe that it was their decision and not the distributor. Now I asked around and I don't think anyone's heard of anything like this happening. I think some like really small artists have had stuff taken off, but they haven't banned 
any other songs from any other major artists that I've seen. Certainly not people who are ranking in the top 10 in the entire uh, United States. They didn't ban a guy who they found saying racist stuff. They didn't ban R. Kelly. The most they seem to do to people is take them off their official playlist. Why do you think they're treating you guys this way? Um, I think it's just because we dare to go against the narrative and we do it in an effective way. I think what's most damaging for them is the fact that the song is really good, you know? It can reach people who don't necessarily agree with it, and they might listen to it just because it's a good song. And I think the fact that it's so effective just showed that they had to get it out of there some way, somehow. Yeah, I think there is that stigma of people who are are in the mega rap scene, as you call it, that it's not going to be that good. But I think if people go and listen to his and your albums, they're going to be pleasantly surprised, or else it wouldn't rank in the top 10. I mean, that Bryson's album's in the top 10 in the country. The song's in the top 10 in the country. No support from MTV, BET, or anything who's supposed Yeah. So it's crazy in that way. Now, another thing I want to ask about this is, this does this set up a horrific double standard for these platforms? I mean, somebody did a side-by-side -side analysis of this song versus an Eminem song, and I don't want any yeah. of the songs pulled down. But Eminem's song is about killing people and wearing their skin as dresses. Uh, most of that <laughs> album, the relapse album, is about being a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, your song doesn't have cursing in it. Now, with complete transparency, Bryson does say some stuff that people would consider anti-gay or something like that. But does this uh, set up a horrible double standard where can any rap song or any genre be allowed based on these rules? I think uh, the double standard is definitely there. And um, what just shows to me, it's that these people like Spotify and SoundCloud, they're actually part of big tech. Because, you know, you don't really think about like, oh, a, a streaming platform isn't going to have a political bias. But here they are. It's clearly shown. And it's just a part of the whole big tech agenda to kind of deplatform conservatives entirely. Yeah, and I think Spotify, at the very least, they had that whole controversy with Joe Rogan episodes. So they have shown, I think, their cards in the past that they're willing to, you know, step out and like, we need to do our part here and stop the fascism. I don't know, whatever excuse they right. might use. <laughs> and I think this, the some of the commentary in Bryson's music and in other platforms, which he's been banned from, really uh, bothers the blue-haireds over at uh, the Spotify <laughs> offices. Definitely. Now I want to transition to something that happen, happened this week and it's the kneeling and turning away from the flag by the U.S. women's soccer team. There's a video that just came out of them taking a knee. I, I thought we were over this, but taking a knee during the national anthem. So let's take a look and I want to get your reaction.
very stunning and brave, Jay. Um, now, previously <laughs> in different videos, it looked like maybe players were turning their back away from a World War II veteran uh, playing the national anthem. Couldn't really tell. But in this one, I see eight out of ten players, not sure about the goalie, and people on the sideline kneeling. Uh, what's your take on this? What's your first reaction to seeing something like that? Honestly, it's disgraceful, pitiful, shameful. I can't believe that there are people who have the honor and privilege of representing this great nation on the Olympic stage competing at a world level, and they want to turn their back on or kneel to the national anthem of the nation that gave them the opportunity. It's just, um, I don't know, it's very childlike. And I think the funniest part about that video is how their warm-up jersey said Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Because I really think that's, um, it's very appropriate for where we are as a nation. It's almost like we have become the nation of uh, George Floydistan and Black Lives Matter and uh, just like this sort of American regime. And that's the way we're moving. And it's not the way that we should really be represented. We should be represented by complete American ideals. We should have pride in our nation. We should be proud to be an American. We shouldn't have to display some sort of subversive message on our Olympic jerseys. Yeah, it's in place of uni where United States would be. If you can step inside their shoes for a second, what do you think their reason would be for replacing United States with Black Lives Matter? I don't know. They probably just want to make themselves look good. They want to make it look like they're anti-racist <laughs> or that they want to... Uh, be woke and you know actually do something but if you think about it wearing a shirt that says black lives matter doesn't actually do anything kneeling doesn't actually do anything it's all a part of performative wokeness to make themselves look good and make it look like they care but really they don't yeah and i was going to ask how many of these players do you think came came from such a harsh background and have a complex understanding of inner city uh, black experiences or do you think it is just that where like these white girls on this team are just saying you know what we are doing our part we have to do what we're told here to you know fight back against the system I'm struggling to understand what it, will this create any positive change coming from this I don't think so and I think like the kneeling thing is played out we like you said I, I didn't know we were still doing that I thought we kind of got <laughs> past this issue of kneeling in sports I don't know, years ago when we realized how silly Colin Kaepernick looked. But I guess it's just going to be here to stay, and it's just very unfortunate. Colin Kaepernick, you can't win with that guy. Um, we talked about media bias towards you earlier with the song, and I want to get your reaction to some more media bias. It's something that CNN has been boasting about for the last couple days. They're saying Tucker Carlson, you know what, he is the new Alex Jones. He's dangerous. And uh, I think your favorite uh, analyst, Brian Stelter, it's on his show, so, so let's take a look at that. It's not that I think the government spies on me. Uh, it's admitted that they do it. It is a lie to say there are no risks. There are risks in everything, including in getting a vaccine. Everybody's got family that got killed or got sick from a vaccine. So FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents. It is overwhelming the evidence that criminal elements of the federal government provocateured and staged January 6th. All right, Oliver Darcy is back with me. I think the sound speaks for itself. Is it a stretch to say that Tucker Carlson is the new Alex Jones? It's, it's not a stretch, Brian. It, it, Tucker Carlson is 
the new Alex Jones. Uh, if you watch Tucker Carlson's program and you watch Alex Jones's program, uh, they might differ a little bit in antics and in the way they deliver their message, but that message to viewers is consistent, and it's, it's pretty identical, uh, whether it's talking about vaccine conspiracy theories, false flag conspiracy theories, deep state conspiracy theories. The messages that Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones are sending are the same. It's exactly the same. The tone's a little different. I, I laugh thinking about a CNN producer going through InfoWars clips and finding that, but I wanna know which of these claims are they showing or that they're showing are wrong. Tucker being spied on, um, adverse effects, the FBI with having informants. Is this a, just a desperate ploy they're throwing out in the ether? Yeah, totally. Um, I think that was so funny how they just played clips of them agreeing on certain things and say, oh, well, he's the new this. Like, if that was the case, Fox News could say, well, Obama and Farrakhan said the same thing. Is Obama the new Farrakhan? <laughs> and it's just, it's like a ridiculous guilt by association almost. And you're right, they don't even address the issues. Maybe what they're saying is the same because they're speaking truth. You know, the truth is undisputed. And if you repeat truths, you're going to agree with anybody who says the truth. It doesn't make you a bad person for agreeing with somebody who says the truth. It doesn't make you the same person. It just means you guys agree on the truth. And CNN is just attacking the truth as they do every day. Now, do you think Brian Stelter and Oliver Darcy, God bless them, uh, really believe this? Or, I mean, Tucker Carlson, rips on Brian Stelter a lot, very harshly. Is this just them getting back at them? Or do you think that they actually believe that he's this much of an imminent threat? I, I think they genuinely believe it. <laughs> they're, they're, it seems to me that they're presenting things as f falsities, whether or not they may be fact, without analyzing them and saying, these are crazy things to believe. And if you do, you're just as crazy as Alex Jones. You get that feeling that that's what they're trying to get across? Yeah, exactly. They want to make these topics and ideas taboo. They want you to associate the truth on these things with fringe conspiracy theorists. And I don't think he's doing a good job because they look so silly. <laughs> I completely agree. You've been traveling across the country for work and for study from what it looks like. Have you noticed vast differences in where you've gone across the country between different types of lockdowns? Um, yeah, so I'm based in California, and most of our restrictions were just recently lifted in uh, June, but it was just so belated because more than half the country was already open at that point. I traveled to uh, Tennessee, mm -hmm. and it just completely blew my mind. I was almost culture shocked. I saw so many people um, outside just having a good time, no masks. And then when I come back home, even though we don't have a mask mandate, um, more than half the people when I go outside are still wearing masks. And I think it's just, I don't know, gonna be ingrained in the liberal culture almost to kind of keep wearing the mask and pretend like you care about the safety of others by doing these draconian things. Why do you think people are so willing to do this? Are people shocked at how you, you've come to these conclusions still living in California? Why do you think that uh, Californians are still so based in this, you know, we might not have actual reasoning for this, but we're still gonna do it anyways? I don't know. I feel like we just kind of overwhelmingly go with the flow of things. And if the government says this is what we got to do right now, it sounds good, you know, and nobody wants to be that person who says who stands out from the crowd when the entire crowd is saying, hey, if you don't do this, you don't care about my grandma or you don't 
you don't like actually care about your neighbors. You know, nobody wants to stand up uh, against these crowds, but sometimes you just got to stand up and tell them like, no, I care about your life, but I value my independent choices and freedom more. Now, do people get surprised when they hear you espouse these opinions in California? Do you get any backlash from it? Or is this just, you know, people are used to people disagreeing with the government there? Um, honestly, I don't get a lot of backlash. I feel like um, I feel like this past pandemic year has done a lot to kind of wake up the more apolitical centrist people and they get they get a taste of what like government tyranny almost is or medical tyranny. And I feel like it's kind of opening their eyes to maybe care about these issues or say like, hey, this policy doesn't make sense. You know, there's no common sense behind it. For sure. How do you deal with some of the expectations people put on you? Now, you're a very honest guy. That's why so many people like you online. But you, you said it yourself earlier, uh, the, you don't agree with Black Lives Matter. You think all that stuff's going on is a disgrace with the national team. Do people sort of have expectations of what they think your opinion should be? And how do you deal with that? Um, yeah, I would say that they do sometimes. You know, if I'm talking to a new person, they'll just like throw out these leftist things that they think I might agree with. And I'm just like, oh, that's cool. I don't really agree. Um, but I don't know. I just, whenever I'm talking to people, I just tell them why I believe what I believe. And I feel like I have common sense on my side. And I think when you go into like an argument or just a discussion with common sense, the common sense side is always going to win over the frantic and fringe crazy belief. And, you know, I hope that that's what the case is going to be in the future. I see a lot of people, you know, performing and acting out some cognitive dissonance, especially when it comes in regards to masks. I interview people and they don't really have a reason as to why they want us to wear them. Some people say in some clips that they want to wear them for two or three years longer. And, uh, you know, it, it's sad when you can sort of predict what a person's going to say. I just hope that everybody's going to be able to sort of, sort of speak honestly about stuff in the future and that they've been, I hate to use the term woken up, but when you start to realize that there is no real like institution you can covet f to be unbiased, whether it's the medical industry or politics and, and sports now, as we're talking about today, I hope that people start to realize that just talking honestly is the best way to get around that. Patriot J is on Spotify, on SoundCloud. Well, you can still get it. The album is Patriot Day. has got remixes out as well. Anything else you want to say to the audience before we let you go? Um, nah, I think we covered everything. Just, uh, I don't know, stand true in what you believe in, audience. Never bow down. Don't fall victim to the narratives. Don't succumb to the mob, and you will be all right. Sir Hottest on Twitter, everybody. Go follow him now. Go sign up for Rebel News Plus. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, Andrew, for having me.